0: Welcome in. Thanks for joining us once again on the Red Rock Sports Podcast. We are a Woos Media Podcast sponsored by Thrive Fantasy. It is Tuesday, July 26th. Got Nick Soaps over here in vacation mode. Vacation that shirt, mode. buddy. That shirt I look is great. fantastic.
1: I look great. You look like fantastic. you're ready for a vacation. Where are you headed, Nick? I'm headed to Bend, Oregon, for a golf trip. So and
0: tell tell the audience what you just told us and what your plans are for your rounds of golf. Oh right yeah, there. it'll be 18 holes in one day. 36
1: holes. 36 holes. 18 holes. Also, throwing in a little pickleball. So
0: I just want to say, even the pros over a, a four-day tournament don't get that many rounds in. I mean, yeah. They I, also shoot significantly less shots. This is true. impressive, Nick. This is mm-hmm. impressive. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I'm
1: excited. Couldn't I do it? A lot of yeah. beer, a lot of pickleball. So if Nick's, little, of pickleball. if
0: Nick's a little off today, don't blame him. He's, uh, he's ready. He's ready to go. Uh, Connor and I here are actually serious. We're ready to do a show here. So hopefully Nick can keep up with us, Okay. Um, Yeah, hey, I got a story for you guys. Okay, Connor, what you got? Yeah, have you ever uh, gotten like the wrong package from Amazon? Like somebody else's order got delivered to you? Yeah, it is illegal to open up someone else's mail. So I hope you're not about to confess a crime here. Well, okay, so here's the thing is I cannot confirm. I truly cannot confirm or deny if my name is on the package. Okay, so I I still don't know (laughs) to this day. I do not know if Amazon sent me the wrong item. Or if I got somebody else's package. Okay. But all I know is that because I actually get uh, this past week, I've gotten a bunch of Amazon packages, like a ton of them. Right. And uh, it's, you it's know, a- it's addictive. I know it's, it's you know, it's my, my daughter's birthday. It's uh, so I was getting some stuff for that and whatever. And I get this package. You know, my, my phone says item delivered, right? So I think nothing of it. That night, I get in and I, I kind of just open it up and I throw the, the package over to the, in the corner of the stuff that I got. And I throw my Amazon package over to the you know, other stuff. Turns out, I go look at what was in that package. And I, I know this is a family show, so I'm going to have to be a little bit oh, coy I'm afraid, here. I'm afraid. Uh, they were a package of a particular kind of beads beads Uh, very long uh, nice particular beads Uh, and it was uh, it was interesting to say the least and so I just started cracking up and I go and I go I wonder and I didn't want to go through the trash to go say like I didn't I probably should have but I did not go through the trash to like go see if there's all my packages had my name on it right Uh, but so now I'm at a point where I'm like do I go to my neighbors? <laughs> do I do I go to my neighbors and I say, hey, do any of you have my package uh, for Amazon? Uh, because that would be the way to ask it, of course. Because I'm not going to go and say, hey, is anyone missing their beads? Um, I think you should. I think you should get because you're you're really going to get to know your neighbors very on a very personal basis. How
1: old is the youngest neighbor?
0: Uh, I definitely probably uh older 30s, like 40, 37 to 40 maybe. That would be the youngest. Um, it's, I, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, this is probably not what you're going to expect. It's probably doesn't belong to the youngest of your neighbors. Well, it probably belongs and, 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 to, to the, the oldest. Yes, of the, of here's the, the worst part. I live two doors down from my aunt and uncle. Oh, so, and, so, and, and wait, 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 hold on. Carter. Is it the same last name? Are no, it camps? is a different last. name. Oh, um, cause man, if it's a holes camp, I, I'm buying that. Oh, they, they wow. Put that didn't, no, it's not. It's a different last name. So, uh, yeah, no, I just thought that was absolutely wild. I, I started crying. I was laughing so hard I could not figure I, I went and showed all my everyone I knew. I was like, look at what I got sent. <laughs> I, I have received the wrong packages before. Um I, I did have one time that it sat in my house for a really long time and I just forgot to ever <laughs> return it. So then I ultimately thought it was probably okay to just open it because I mean obviously this person either reordered or did whatever they were going to do. And it was a, a phone case. It was a phone case the whole time. Mm. That, that's all I had. So it was nothing special. Yeah. I, was, I was thinking it was going to be something cool. Uh, well, not as exciting as what I uh No, no, no beats. Uh, no I, beats. You know, It was an assortment of beads and plugs. Maybe oh. even <laughs> more impressive that you
1: can order it directly from Amazon. Yeah. All willy nilly. Yeah.
0: Oh, That's you great. can get anything. So now I don't know, Amazon. should I just do I go and like try to like do I reach out to Amazon and say like, well, I of course I got to say, "Hey, I didn't receive what I was ordering," right? I hope that they make you show photo evidence of what you received so that you have to have a bunch of yes. photos. Oh, wow. Okay. It's <laughs> okay, moving on to sports, I suppose. huh? Uh, it's coming up on the MLB trade deadline, which is actually a week from today. Again, today being Tuesday the 26th. So August 2nd is the MLB trade deadline. Uh, guys, what ro- what assets do you think the Rockies have to make a trade? Uh, I mean, you could definitely... Trade a, a CJ Cron, you know, uh, or CJ Cron rather, the the sole Rockies All Star. I think you could probably get some value from that. Um, you probably don't want to trade any starting pitching, but you probably could get a little bit of value from some starting pitchers. Uh, you know, Herman Marquez probably you get some value. Uh, the thing is, I'm not sure if trading away any players is even going to really help this team anytime soon. So they uh, don't have that guy they've had the last few years that has the big market, right? I mean, CJ Crom maybe. Right, you're not going to get a whole bunch for CJ. I mean, and you know, I don't know if a guy like Charlie Blackman's a guy that has any value to anyone. He's playing really well right now. He is playing well, but he's also really old, he's making lots of money. I don't I don't see it. Yeah, I right? It. I think that the, uh, the the Rockies might be kind of quiet this, this trade deadline. I mean, not, not that they've been particularly active the I mean, last few years. I mean, maybe you could trade a, a reliever like a Daniel Bard, uh, you know, who's Rockies closer. You he, he could maybe get something for him. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I man, I, you know, the time to trade, as, as we said, was, you know, years ago. I mean, and, and they decided instead to just lose Trevor Story and John Gray into free agency. So... They're really building it here, boys. Mm-hmm. They're really building it. Yeah. Got to trust in the organization. Yeah, They do got some bats in uh, the minor leagues, though, so watch out. Uh-oh. uh-oh. <laughs> they promised that year after year, I and know. it just sucks you in, doesn't it, Connor? Yeah. I, I would anticipate that uh, you might see I, – I I'm going to guess no. You're not going to see any trades because I don't think the Rockies I, – I think the Rockies feel like – They're in a better position to sell tickets if they have somebody like a CJ Crone for for All Star games, you know, to make the All Star team and you know hit twenty some home runs so far. It's I think I think they value him more for giving the fans something to watch. Anybody because you know Chris Bryant. Just at least I don't know if he's gone on the injured list yet, but he's, he's back. He's yeah. back. He's been playing good. Okay, but he—he he, I, I heard he sat out a game due to some something. So now, well, yeah, now he was on sat. the paternity list as we mentioned a few uh, weeks ago. No, I, it was more recently I saw. I don't have it in front of me, so I'm, hmm. I'll, I'll let it go. But I'm pretty sure he's—he's—he's he's, he's prone to start missing some more time. <laughs> he might. He's been playing well though. I feel it. It's he's been playing guy. well, but it's I don't think. Like a... you're not going to trade him. Obviously, no, you just no, gave a bunch not. of contracts. So, but uh, nah. you, you brought up—you brought up bringing. In tickets and, and Chris Bryant's not exactly doing a whole lot of that. That that that's what I was. It's like a B minus eight. signing, guys. <laughs> B minus. Yep. Yep. There you go. All right. In other baseball news, the Hall of Fame class of 2022 was announced, and David Ortiz is right is the only yep. one that was inducted in. And I just the first thing that comes to mind when I see David Ortiz getting it is he was uh, proven to have had PEDs in his system at one point while playing. He missed, had to, got suspended for a period of time, whatever it was. He's in the Hall of Fame, yet they still are keeping out Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens, who both, by the way, in their final year. And again, just for the record, he wasn't the only one
1: inducted, but he is the headline of the class.
0: Okay. Did I, I, for some reason, I thought I saw he was the only one. No. Who, do we have a list? Anyone else that anyone would know? Or yeah, Tony Oliva,
1: or? Jim Cat, Gil Hodges, Minnie Minoso, Buck O'Neill, Bud Fowler.
0: Okay, that's your list, mini Minoso. Okay. Okay. Now, Uh, uh, now I just want to, I want to go ahead. David Ortiz did have a positive test. Uh, Now the substance that David Ortiz tested positive for was never made public. um, Although the word that I think has come from David Ortiz, I think David Ortiz is the one that put this out there. So take it with a grain of salt. um, Says he believes to uh, have been a vitamin over the counter supplement. Um, in the years, you know, so so I guess when you say he was, you know, busted for PEDs or whatever, I, this wasn't like a, like a, you know, he's been tested multiple times since and was found to be perfectly clean. So it's a little bit different than Barry Bonds, who, you know, has been accused of long term PED use. But that, how many positive tests did he even have? Did I, he well, ever? I, no, I don't think he ever technically got. I mean. He he got indicted on you know he sure. he got uh, uh what do they call it when you lie to the court uh, uh, perjury. perjury perjury yeah, yeah. On a, on perjury charges and so uh, yeah I mean essentially essentially it was proven right. but allegedly but, no. but, but but technically no you're right uh, Barry Bonds was never actually caught with steroids yeah and I, I don't think David Ortiz is the first one that tested positive for PEDs being in the Hall of Fame. I don't have... I, I can't confirm or deny that, but I don't think he's the first one in. But but again, Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens miss out on the Hall of Fame. This is their final year on the ballot. That's something... I don't know if that's unique to baseball. I think it's kind of weird that the guys only get the 10 years or whatever to... Well, they get 10 years, but then they also have a chance to come on uh, through the veteran committee okay. later on, so... Yeah, it just that's it's kind of a weird thing, but they're, so they're up, basically. You will not see their names on the ballot uh, next year. Which will help the homie Todd Helton, I believe, going forward, uh, who made another step towards his uh, Cooperstown ballot. But I, I believe it was 53% of the votes this year. It was over 50% uh, of the votes. You need 75% to get in the Hall of Fame. Um, He's but up, right, up r- like 8% from last yep, year. Right Right now, he is absolutely on track. So The people in the know looking at trends as to... What it normally takes for someone to make it by their tenth and final year looks like he's actually on track, and you know it's hard. It's hard to look at it and think that Larry Walker getting in in his tenth year isn't helping Todd Helton a little bit at this point. But it seems to me like baseball uh, Hall of Fame voters are amongst the most uh, stubborn in their ways, I guess, and how they vote for things. Uh, but it, it's uh, I, I think they almost force guys like Todd Helton to you know ride it out and go through that steady process and stuff and it's a, a lot of times the ways where you see later on in the in the 10 year span that the guys the votes grow and they get in there at that point. Well what what has been helping you know what helped Larry Walker and and has been helping Todd Helton uh, it has been this growing knowledge with you know analytics and people looking into different types of stats and there's this growing knowledge that it is actually really difficult. We've said it on this show before. It is much more difficult than people gave it credit to be playing half your games a mile above sea level and then half your games going down. Like, you know, there, there was this... A mindset before where hey they're playing you know half their games at course field so obviously their numbers are inflated and that used to be like the only way people thought about it uh but what helped larry walker in his very last year was the emergence of some advanced analytics that isolated for park factors and they looked and they said oh well actually this guy did really really well even if we negate park factors and not only that but there's data coming out that says it's really tough to adjust Half your games, and then have to make such a drastic adjustment for another half your games. Uh, and so, I think some of the stat heads really helped Larry Walker get in that last year. And then I think the stats and Larry Walker being in the Hall of Fame is is really helping Todd Helton. Because if you would ask me like five years ago, I don't think I would have had uh, Todd Helton going in there. Stat head. That's what I'm gonna start calling you now, for now on, Connor. <laughs> stat head. <laughs> All right, guys, let's uh, let's go ahead and move off of baseball and uh, take a trip around the world of sports. Nick Wright. We all love Nick Wright, don't we, around here in Denver? Uh, he releases oh, yeah. his list of the top 50 players in the last 50 years. And shocker, guys, Nicole Jokic is not on it. Boo! You know yeah. another... So he hasn't released the last, the top two yet. It's one of those like teaser things, you know, but he has MJ at three. So that's already one that's, that's ruffling people's feathers out there. But unless he's got Nikola Jokic in the top two, highly doubt it. No, nah, So it's going to probably be LeBron and Kareem. I would imagine. Uh, you know, I don't have it right in front of me, but I think it might be is when when did Wilt play? Was he more than fifty years older? Ah, uh, that's gonna be really close.
1: Yeah, pretty close. I think I don't remember uh, just seeing after him it, on that list either. I think yeah, I think like in late sixties.
0: I think he'll be just outside the fifty year.
1: No, uh, yeah, that's true. It is twenty twenty two, so I think he would just be like towards the tail end of his career. Okay, uh, but he
0: uh, he did have uh, Carmelo Anthony on the list, so he near, thinks, near the end. Yeah. Yep, and Carmelo it, Anthony in over Nikola Jokic. Well, I did see he had uh, Luka Doncic at twenty, I believe, uh, which is interesting to me. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna put this guy at twentieth. I mean, what's he done? The same you things know? that he's criticized for Nikola Jokic doing, except for winning two times uh, MVP. Uh, and uh, one other guy that I I didn't see on the list. And correct me if I'm wrong, Draymond Green. Uh, not 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 <laughs> featured on this list. <laughs> That's how we know we don't care what Nick Wright thinks. <laughs> uh, speaking of Draymond Green, uh, he tweeted over the last week uh, and got me ruffled a little bit. What what he said in there, talking about the uh, 1998 Bulls and Jazz finals, saying that the 2000 state Golden State Warriors would quote would have beaten these Bulls by a dub and these Jazz. By 40. Ooh. Connor, I'm going to give you a chance to tell me your thoughts on this statement first before I give you my thoughts on this statement. Uh, the statement that they would have beat the 98 Jazz by 40? Uh, and, and they would have beaten the Bulls by a dub is what he says. Now, what I don't even a dub? know what that means. Is that double That's digits? That's kind of what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I Okay, okay so uh, I'm going to say, yeah, he's not crazy. He's not crazy, okay? And this is and and in his tweet, Jared, the part you conveniently left off was he said this is why it's dumb to compare eras, right? That was the point he was making. And it's it's more than anything, it's because of stylistic basketball. The way the basketball is played now, the way they play basketball that team would have ran laps around the Jazz and probably, yes, would have beat the 98 Bulls because they would have had no way to stop all the off ball screens and barrage of threes that would be raining down hell from above them. They, I mean, there, there's no answer to the style of basketball that the 2017 Warriors were playing. I mean, they had uh, Steph and Clay and um, Katie. Uh, KD. And, uh, you know, it, it, man, they had a really good team. And, and, But what you forget is those 98 Bulls team was a really good team. And yes, their style is very different than the Warriors, but that style would have been very difficult for the Warriors to defend. You're telling me MJ wouldn't have gone off on that team? uh, Draymond would have definitely been able to guard you got Dream on Garden, MJ? I'll take that all day long. Yeah, I mean, hey. Anyone I, on MJ, I'll take it don't, all don't day long. Don't get me long. wrong. MJ's probably still going for, you know, 30 and, points and, or whatever. And who's guarding Scotty Pippen? But you're not going to, uh, you know, Clay. You, uh, and you, that's know, you know who plan. else could, you know, so could, could shoot threes? <laughs> Steve Kerr could shoot threes. Yeah, okay, I, I don't. I don't. Uh, we are. <laughs> we are not. All right. Go ahead. Go on. Go on. Hey, I don't. I don't see. I don't see the '98 Bulls as good as they are. I don't see them being able to keep up with the scoring uh, for the 2017 Golden State Warriors. And you know what? More than that, we were talking a little bit about this before the show. Nick said something that I'd like him to elaborate on if he wants to, but I really agreed with what he said on this. And he said, you know what? The Warriors would have beat the Bulls if they played in this era. And if they had to go back in time and play in that era, the Bulls would have won.
1: It's a dumb dumb thing for people to argue about, much like I have the Mount Rushmore thing. I don't really think there's like a best player. I think there's a Mount Rushmore. I think in the only time in sports where it actually... Is irrelevant. And we know that them now would be way better is the NFL. I don't think any team from the NFL 15, 20 years ago would stand any chance now. And we Sorry. had that right.
0: argument separately, too. We're not going to have that one. But I actually – this <laughs> I agree with Nick. That's what I'm saying is the era to era, people act like uh, – Honestly, what Draymond goes on to say in that with, like what like you mentioned, is that you can't compare errors. And you know why he's, he's right, but for the wrong reasons that you're bringing up? The reason is, is people get so caught up in this generation, what this generation is doing, that they think the best defender they saw is the best defender of all time. The best scorer they saw, the best three-point shooter they saw is the best that ever was. And I think you get so caught up in that. You think that these teams from these other eras, especially in basketball, where they used to play so physical you're telling me those teams from the 80s and 90s wouldn't beat the hell out of these Mm-mm. weak teams this in this era i yeah, say no absolutely nah, they uh-uh, would. Uh-uh. if they were given the chance to be more physical they would adjust their play style and play more physical as well and if Jared, those teams played against teams that shot threes all the time they would adjust how they played Jared, to that too there is a reason there is a reason right it's not a coincidence that if you look at every physical record there is, whether it's weightlifting, anything involving strength, anything involving speed, whether it's long distance running, short distance running, vertical jumps, combine numbers, any athletic ability, it is not a coincidence that it keeps getting better and better and better. People in the 90s were not as fast. They were not as strong. They didn't jump as high. Jordan was. This is a, uh, well, you know what? Yes, he was a freak, and he was above his time, right? But he was playing against people that did not jump as high as the average NBA player today, that were not as strong as the average NBA player today. It is tough to compare eras, and I like Nick's Mount Rushmore saying that he always says it's, it's hard to say a goat because it's really hard. Games change. The way it's played, it changes. But all I'm saying... People get stronger, bigger, and faster. It is unreasonable to, to idolize these teams of the past and hold them up as if they can beat a team today. It's unreasonable. It's not a reasonable thing to say. We agree. All right. Agree to disagree. Uh, okay. Nick, you hated that. You, you hated that discussion. Uh, tell me how much you think this is probably the most important part of the NFL offseason that happened this weekend is the Madden ratings came out. Of course, this is huge. This is big news. Big time. Big time, right? Of course, this makes such a difference. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on, on Madden rings come out? It's dumb. How dumb? I don't care. <laughs> I know that the players care quite a bit, but... Some of the players quit care, yeah. yeah. Some of them seem to care quite a bit. Some don't care. Uh, yeah, I think it's... Uh, I mean, cool. <laughs> what, is Madden the end-all, be-all No, of, the funny thing to me ranking? is... is the the amount of misinformation out there. And I've seen so many so many mixed things. I, I went to Maddenratings.com. They list the Broncos at a seventy-eight. You go to EA or EA Sports.com, whatever the website is that it, it keys you to, they have them listed as an eighty-four. So it's all kind of garbage information out there, anyways. But it seems like it's becoming a big deal now, not only to fans, but to the players, the number of players that are complaining about their rankings and what they think. It's hilarious. They Nobody really thinks about the fact that this is being done by EA Sports to get hype going, to get people wanting to get that, play the game it's it's funny. It just it, it cracks me up, but it is interesting to see the the different ratings from team to team and uh you know, the Broncos uh, let's say at an 84 like I said. I've seen mixed things and I'm they, I'm, what I'm looking have. at it right. I'm looking at an official thing right okay. now. It's, it says 84. 84 for uh, the Broncos. And the lowest in the AFC West is the Raiders at an 83. 83. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where do they have Do you see there conveniently the yeah. the Chiefs and the Chargers? Yeah, the Chargers are in an 87. Fair. And the Chiefs are in 86. Oh, so Whoa. they have the Chargers as the best team in the West. They do. Interesting. They do. He, well, the, the cool thing about
1: Madden is they adjust the ratings as the season goes on. But
0: a stat of the week that actually pertains to that. But you got anything else? Yeah, on the world I, got, of I got one more. We'll come back to that. I got All one right. more. I got one more. Uh, Kyler Murray gets uh, is the latest quarterback to get the big Ooh. payday. Five years, two hundred and thirty million. Uh, that information leaked yesterday. That includes a clause for four hours of off site homework That's every tough. week. Um, that can can void millions, hundreds of millions of dollars of this contract. He's not doing offside homework, which tells you everything you need to know about how the Cardinals feel that he probably wasn't doing the off field work that he needed to. I know he's made comments before about how he's a very cerebral quarterback and feels like he can just see things. Uh, but interesting. He gets the huge payday. Uh, obviously Deshaun Watson got the huge payday. You have to figure Lamar Jackson is next. Of those three, put yourself in the GM shoes. Of those three, all factors considered, everything you know about Deshaun Watson currently and what he's going through, uh, the contract to Kyler Murray, and then Lamar Jackson in his situation right now, who's the one you want as your franchise quarterback? Ooh, Kyler Murray, but only because of the stuff that... uh Deshaun Watson is going through, as you mentioned. If it weren't for that, then it's easily him. But uh, I'm going to go with Kyler Murray because of that. I I like Lamar Jackson, arguably, is my favorite quarterback of those three. But I just have too many question marks about longevity with that style of play. I I think Kyler Murray has some of that style of play, but he also, I feel like, could be a good pocket passer. So I'm going to go Kyler Murray. I would say Lamar
1: Jackson. Personally, I, I like their team a little bit better. Uh, I like the the coaching staff for Baltimore a little bit better and it just I think he's more durable. I don't know. It, it, it makes me kind of he Kyler Murray is so unbelievably quick and the Deshaun Watson thing is what it kind of irrelevant. Lamar Jackson's the man fantasy.
0: Guru, <laughs> oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna shock both of you. I'm going to Sean. I don't even care. Dude is the best football player of the three. That's what I want. He's the best quarterback. He's the best quarterback. He gives you the best chance to win. I don't care. Keep it under wraps these days. Let's not do this anymore. Let's not. Let's stop. But quiet this. Get it paid off. Move on. And he's the best quarterback. Okay. All right, Connor. Back to you. Start of the week. Start of the week. Start of the week. Start of the week. All right. Hey, speaking of the Chargers being ranked over the Chiefs in Madden, I I got a little something for you here. The most 300-yard passing games before turning 24 in NFL history. Number one is Justin Herbert at 17. Patrick Mahomes is sixth with 12 300 passing yard games before turning the age of 24. So uh, maybe you could make the argument that young Justin Herbert is on the rise as one of the elite top-end quarterbacks of the NFL. It's It sucks as a Broncos fan because it was so easy to hate Phillip Rivers. He was I know. so easy to hate. And I like Justin Herbert, man. I think he's a great quarterback. <laughs> he's fun to watch. It makes it hard as a Broncos fan to just be okay with it. And now you hope the Broncos are very relevant this year, and now that this rivalry could potentially brew again in, these, in this division. Ugh. Man, it sucks. You got to like him. Oh, it's it's uh it's going to be an incredible division this year and when you look I mean, I guess hey, take those Madden, Madden rankings with a grain of salt, of course, but uh clearly uh, Madden thinks that the AFC West is the best division of football this year and uh, I think it's hard to hard to disagree with it. So, Madden knows everything. <laughs> most
1: com- most competitive in regards to parity, for sure.
0: Although, they don't even have Pastor Tan in the top 10 in cornerbacks, He's I young. He's young. He'll grow uh, I believe that. they have him in 83, so still pretty good. He'll grow into that. He'll grow into that. Yeah. All right. With football season just around the corner, it's the perfect time to get signed up with Thrive Fantasy. Get involved in all that daily fantasy sports. Player props are the best in football. Obviously, you got so many different things. That's something I think more and more people are familiar with the player prop style of gambling when it comes to fantasy football, because it's kind of similar to your you know, fantasy football teams that you have where you're betting on guys to get yardage or uh, touchdowns, catches, whatever that might be. So check out Thrive Fantasy. Make sure you use our promo code RED. That's R-E-D. They will match up to $100 of your deposit if you use our promo code RED when you sign up. Uh, Find them online, thrivefantasy.com, or download the app. All right, speaking of football getting started, training camp officially starts this week for all 32 teams and uh i kind of want to oh, oh, so- i'm oh, sorry jay did you see aaron Rodgers rolling into amazing today that was amazing fantastic oh wow the man knows what he's doing at this point and he's just he's having fun with it why not he's what, getting paid 50 uh, million Did you see what the uh, compare comparison with the uh oh man well, I'm, I'm blanking on the actor's name from con air uh, yeah, yeah, Nicolas Cage. Oh, that's 100% what yeah. he was doing. That's uh, 100% what he was doing. Do you think he's, do he's intentional? Uh, that yeah. was my question for you. Is he intentionally trying to look like Nicolas Cage from Con Air? Maybe he is Nicolas Cage. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. That would be some national person. treasures type of I don't know. I just had to throw that out there because uh, that was magnificent, you know. Well, he dressed up, I think, as a uh, Matrix or something like that for Halloween. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. What, I think it was Neo that he dressed up for his Halloween. <laughs> I'm not it? sure. I, I don't remember this. He did something with the hair. It had to do with him originally growing out the hair, and it was his Halloween costume. Uh, you know what it might have been is uh, Keanu Reeves in one no, of his other John, roles. John Wick. John Wick. Yeah, John I was like, Wick. Neo
1: did not have... Yeah, as the I was one thinking. doesn't have long hair?
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm the not the, a the big one doesn't guy. have long hair. Yeah. What are you
1: thinking? <laughs> a dumb thing to say.
0: <laughs> no. All right. Well, speaking of quarterbacks and their big paydays... Is it time for the Broncos to, to strongly think? I mean, should they be actively trying to get Russell Wilson signed now? You have to think that this is inevitable, and that price tag goes up every time another quarterback gets a deal. Hey, man, all I can say is if you are not going to get Russell Wilson, what does he have, one more year on his deal? After this year. So two, this? two years, yeah. including, including this year. Yeah. So uh, if you're not going to get him signed before next year starts, uh, you're in a little bit of next trouble. Next year being 2022 Correct. season. Correct, okay. yep. 2023. No no, 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 2023. Okay. 2023 so you think you have a whole year. Yeah, I think you have this whole year. Like that's that's okay. Uh but I think I think the more time goes by and if you happen to reach the 2023 if you happen to reach this time next year and he is not signed to a long-term extension, uh yes, it's, it's a little bit of panic mode for the Broncos. I don't know if I'd call it panic, it's just more expensive. Well, it's going to be more expensive, but you gave up so much for him and I think if you don't if you don't get something done by about this time next year, I, to me that communicates that hey we might lose this guy like someone else is going to come in and, and offer that money because like clearly they have to have approached contract negotiations right I mean like that's clearly something they've at least discussed a little bit yeah right? I really think if I'm the Broncos I'm working hard now now is the time to do this because of a couple of reasons you could you could just do the extension thing and keep what he's got but you could tear up what he's got get him on a five year deal now where you're pretty confident that Russell Wilson that you see now will be that quarterback for the next five years. Beyond that, you don't really know. He could start to tail off at that point. Get this deal done now. Pay him what seems to be big money now that by the end of this contract still looks great. It's not getting you hamstrung. I really think if I'm the Broncos... It's probably too late now. You're already in training camp. They're in fo- football season mode. But if you can get a deal done with him before the 2022 season, I think it's in your best interest. Yeah, I mean, I, I was a little surprised that nothing got done. Um, like I say, if, if you get to this point next year and you have not signed a contract negotiation or extension, uh, it's it's trouble for the Broncos. Like you know, I hate to I hate to be so. Uh, Oh, what do you call that? Uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but I hate to be so like verbose and, and you know, oh, it's panic mode. Let's, let's all just panic and run away. Like, I don't mean to overreact, but if you don't get a deal done, then you are dangerously approaching the point where it's like clearly some miscommunications got like clearly some expectations on one party or the other are not meeting and then it's time to say, okay, maybe there's a real shot. We don't have Russell Wilson moving forward and that's a lot to give up for a quarterback for a two year rental. That's all I'm saying.
1: they are so. not going to rent Russ for two years. They're going to sign him. It just matters how expensive. Do you want the purchase to be? And I believe with the Walton signing, they are waiting to find out some of the ins and outs of the contract in regards. I know that with guaranteed money, I believe you have to put it in an escrow account. Correct. And so I think part of that goes into it too, but let's not kid ourselves. Let's not be radio talk show hosts pretending like it's not <laughs> going to happen.
0: They're going to sign him. Okay, but let, let, but let me ask you, Nick, if, if we get to this point next year and he's not signed, are you worried? No, you're if, not. No. Why would you be worried? Uh, because if you don't get it done by then, then win. If not now, then win. If not us, then who uh, yeah, exactly? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I think I think you're laying <laughs> it out to see how he plays the season. I think a big part of it. How does Russ adapt with the offense? You have him on two years to see how it clicks. It would be a shame to sign him for five years and he's he, he's dog shit. Excuse my language, but it, it, it'd be horrible to have that happen. So I think you have the year. So you I, the I get the
0: beep button last week. You, you, you,
1: dropped, an, it. you dropped an F-bomb. Uh,
0: it's, uh, alleged. alleged. Did anyone out there hear it? I don't think so. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> Connor wants to keep rel- reliving yeah. that moment. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Fair enough. I think you got to get it done sooner rather than later. I'm, I'm, I'm much more on the get-it-done-now train. I I do not want to sit here and wait for a whole year because things happen in the NFL, and I don't want him going anywhere. But what would we have to talk about all of next offseason if not Russell Wilson's contract negotiations? I'm sure that we could talk about a holdout maybe. I mean, this could be fun, entertaining... radio. Oh goodness. <laughs> <laughs> all right. As we mentioned, all uh, 32 teams started training camp this week. Uh, what What are you guys thinking? Any anything you, uh, you know, is this something you guys pay attention to much? What goes on in camp or is it more once you start to see them in the preseason games?
1: I think for me, I, I always think I think training camp is a good way for us to figure out basic questions. I, I don't ever think you should look in, into it too much, but there's certainly things that you want to see play out. But, but granted, you know, it's, it's way early. I've actually never been to training camp. So that's a goal for me this year is to go.
0: It's fun. It's fun. understand what you're getting into though. It's a, it's a practice, practice. but you're a football guy. I think you'll really enjoy that. It's, it's fun. It's hot. Oh yeah. It's hot. You bake. Yeah. See, I'm going to go out there and say this is the, this is the man. I want to use my words carefully. It is the least exciting or least talked about training camp For the Broncos in some years, maybe since the Peyton Manning years. Uh, And I'm not saying uh, like there's plenty. uh, In one hand, it's the most exciting, right? Because everyone's excited like this is the year they're going to actually get back to the playoffs, hopefully, right? Uh, But there's nothing really like if you're just looking at training camp, like, what are we really... There's you know, no drama. Like, there's, yeah, there's no th- drama. We don't have a... For the first time, well, it seems like forever. We don't have a quarterback competition. So, you know, you don't need to go Six Team, years team Teddy, Team Drew, right? You don't need none of that action. Um, and, you know, it seems like most of the positions, more or less, are pretty set. I mean, you know, we got a couple line linemen uh, battles. Our, our middle linebacker, a little bit of a battle there. Our third cornerback, maybe. A little bit of a battle, but even not really. Is that I, you a know? good thing? Is that a good thing that the Broncos pretty much have an established hierarchy and depth chart? Or is it better for a team that maybe challenge themselves more if everyone's competing for a position? I I mean, they're professionals, right? I always it's, say it's, that. It's, like, it's they, going back to that the they their professionals. They should be able to... I actually agree with you on this one. I really do. Well, and, and I think even though... I mean, even though you still have some, I mean, even though it's not as obvious of a battle, right? I think a lot of these players they're still they're still competing for their jobs, right? They're still competing for a paycheck. Sure, there's a lot of guys out there who are still going to be fighting. Yeah, we're to make talking the about the top twenty guys, and you know, there's there's another 30, 30 plus. Right, on exactly. The there's another thirty guys that are there, fighting 50 guys in camp fighting to make the roster. You know, there's. Um, you know, I, one thing I'm interested to look at, right, is I'm really curious what the workload ends up looking like this year uh, between Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. I'm really interested because we all expect that Javante Williams is going to be the starter, right? I mean, that's, that's kind of the expectation is that this year he's going to be that guy that goes out there first, whereas last year it was Melvin. But then it was pretty much a 50 50 split, more or less, when they were both healthy and both in there. Um, you go ask Melvin Gordon, you see what he said? Yeah, he No, but I assume he said he thinks he's the starter. Uh, you know, and I wish I had the quote in front of me. Yeah, but he essentially said something along the lines of, uh, I, you know, I'm not playing second to nobody or something like that. You know, something like that along those lines of like, I'm not here to be a backup and whatever, right? I'm- would it shock you if he ends up as the starter? Oh, yes. Yes, that would shock me. That would shock me. But again, I think it's going to be more like a 50-50 split. This seems like a,
1: a poor man's kind of... Chubb and Kareem Hunt type type deal, uh, and and again that's that's speaking early. I don't know how it shakes out, but certainly it seems like they're going to kind of go based off of uh, scheme and things like that. So it it, it seems like a pretty good one two punch. They're almost completely opposite. Yeah, they're very regard- different
0: players, so I think that works well when you have that. That's nice. I uh, yeah, I don't know about completely opposite. I feel like they could actually have a better opposite one two punch there. I think they you do think a lot so? of the same. I think they both are are very good in the pass blocking. Uh, Game like they both can pick up pick up the block um I think that the, that none of them have breakaway, breakneck speed. Like n- none of those guys are your your pass catching Darren Sproles type. You know um, that is one thing the Broncos really are missing is that scat back. Type yeah, guy. but but I also think that they're, they're both decent at, pa- at pass catching. I think really, really when it comes down to they are both really well rounded backs. But neither like in terms of pass blocking, pass catching, running in between the tackles, running outside the tackles, they can do all of it. Both of them. Them, but neither of them really have that that breakaway speed They're really run, trade, what are they called? the Master home run speed, speed. And, yeah. right right no,
1: so. I'm really excited to see Jerry Judy I know he had kind of a tumultuous uh, offseason and, and Ooh, it's a good word thank you and so I'm curious to see how he comes out are the drops still going to be a thing he generally looks really good in training camp so I'm, I'm excited to see Jerry Judy I think hopefully fingers crossed this is his year
0: K- so. KJ Hamler is he back do we know is he active at all at this point
1: I believe let me check
0: yeah, I don't. I don't know off the top of my head. It wouldn't surprise me. I at did all. see Randy Gregory is on the pup list to start. He, he. Yep, I, I, uh, I saw that. He uh, doesn't look like he'll be back in training camp. Um, you so, know, might be looking at like the end of preseason games if you're, you know. Yeah. It,
1: so he did. He did get put on the
0: pup today. Uh, KJ? Yeah, KJ. KJ, KJ okay. yeah. Yeah, so that, yeah, I think there's a certain point where you have to declare guys on the PUP. Well, and so that, seen a lot of and that wouldn't surprise me. And I don't think that that means there's a step back or anything in no. his process. I think that's more of a procedural move because you can put him on PUP, which ends up clearing spots for other people to kind of get a get a look at him and stuff. Especially early in camp, the first few right. days. When, when you know that KJ Hamler is going to be making the team if he's healthy, which presumably he is, um, you know, hey, some word coming out of the Broncos beat, uh, beat writers and, and early reports coming out, uh, coming into this camp rather is that, uh, he's looking really good, looking really fast. His speed's back. He's ready to go. So, um, you know, you said Jerry Judy, I'm actually really excited to see KJ Hamler at some point whenever he does get taken off this pup list. Cause I mean, that's a, that's a guy that we haven't seen too much of. I mean, obviously he's, uh, had some high expectations coming out of the draft and he just hasn't been on the field. So. All right. Any other thoughts, guys, on training camp? Or I got a little trivia for you. If you guys are ready to move on, I want to see uh, how well you guys actually know. You know, the best part about the summer as it continues is we
1: are getting into, or excuse me, we are getting out of the dog days. We're getting
0: into the good stuff. We're about a month out from you know college football being here, and then NFL is just a couple of weeks after that, so it's close. A- and We're your day. CU Buffs are about to go play in the Mountain West one of these days. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it, might, it might be Looking better like off, might be better off like than Big being Sky. in the Pac-12 these days. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah it's, a, it's an interesting situation in college football, and if you guys are interested in, in any shows related to college football, whether that is the CU Buffs or any other college football uh, programs, make sure you tune into any other woos media podcasts. there's several of them tyler walgy and i do a CU buffs podcast called buffs nation you can just go search woos media and whatever your listener is right now that you're on or you can find them online woos okay broncos trivia okay how well do you know your broncos this is going to be sort of a jeopardy style trivia but i won't make you guys say the who is what is Perfect. okay yeah, great um we all know i suck at uh, that Yes. <laughs> I don't even think I'm going to stop you from cheating on your phone. Sounds good. Because I I think it might give you an equal edge, and I don't think you're going to find the information fast enough. Maybe so you will. Great. Maybe you will, but I think it will slow you down. Okay? I like this. I'm going to go pretty quick with these then, since you're going to try to search it. Okay? Allegedly. Uh, this first person graduated from Alabama University. He led the team in total tackles in 2021, spent his first nine NFL seasons with a different team, and moved from cornerback to safety when he joined the Broncos. Ooh. Uh, Do we need to go through him again? Yes. Graduated from Alabama University, led the team in tackles last year, spent his first nine seasons with a different team, and he moved from cornerback to safety when he joined the Broncos. Hmm. Kareem Jackson? Kareem Jackson! He went to Alabama? Alabama, yeah. Really? Look at that. It's what Wikipedia says. Amazing. (laughs) Hey, it's very good. (laughs) Okay,
1: one for Nick. Let me get some game show music. Oh, yeah. It's on here. Of course. Amateurs.
0: Oh, that now? That's classic. Yeah, now we're done. Okay. All right, this next player was a two time All Big Ten player in college. Josie Jewell. No. He was drafted by the Broncos in 2019. Ooh. He had the most sacks in 2021 of any returning Broncos player. Bradley Chubb. No. Oh. But he only started in seven games last year. Oh, wow. All Big Ten. Oh, wow. Drafted 2019. Most sacks of any returning Broncos player last year. And started seven games last year. Von Miller no <laughs> not returning all oh, right returning this year the is that what you mean yeah he's returning any of any guy returning this oh returning this year. Draymond, year. Jones. Mm. Draymond Jones Draymond Jones obviously two uh. for Nick this game's a joke <laughs> 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 he's better at searching on his phone apparently <laughs> all right this player started all 17 games last year also represented the Broncos as a team captain Last year. Justin Simmons. Yes. Oh, Ooh, Quick one. Oh. All right, wow, last, catching up. Last one I here. was going to say. Last guy. one. And just for the fun of it, I'm going to make it worth double. Fun? Okay? Ooh. Whatever. Ooh. This player has 12 career touchdowns. He wears the same number that Owen Daniels wore as a Bronco. He went undrafted in 2017 and led the Broncos in yards per reception in 2021. Oh, uh, 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 oh God. Oh my God. How well, Tim three? Patrick. Tim yeah, Patrick! Yes. that's so Nick good. Nick takes it down. Let's go. Man, I'm like, I'm like panicking here. Like thinking, oh my God, oh my God. For you know right. I have zero phone just for the yeah. record. No phone no, no, was used. The phone was unable to be used. See, I think this is why Nick has an advantage in that scenario. When Connor has to pull it off from his brain, he's pretty good. But when he is given all the utensils and devices he could use, it's, it's overwhelming. It's too much. It's too much for Connor to mm-hmm. handle. But. All right, guys, wow. that does it for us wow. today. Another day, another dollar. Nick, have fun. In I will Oregon. have fun. I'll let I'm you guys know. one
1: hundred seventy-two uh, holes. In golf. I wish it was one hundred seventy-three.
0: Ice mm. or heat, whatever you need to stretching. stretching. Believe it or not, stretching is, is very the good key? for you. Correct. Is that the yes. Key? I will work on that one. Little pickleball too. Ooh. Yeah. Jeez. Big pickleball guy now. Stop. You never stop. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. This is the Red Rock Sports Show. We record our shows every Tuesday. We drop on Wednesdays. Be sure to check us out online or on your favorite media player. Nick, Connor, I'm Jared. Have a good one, guys.